Blog Talk Radio. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. This is a rebroadcast. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening. Good evening to each and every one. God bless you. I pray that you're having a good evening today. Um, Before we go in, I just would like to pray because so much has occurred in the past few days. Uh, We're in need of a prayer. And I want to just start this program off today, tonight rather, uh, with prayer. Merciful Father, we come in the name of Jesus. We come asking, Lord, that you would uh, forgive us if we're sinned by omission or commission, first of all. And, Lord, we want to come asking, Lord, that you would uh, give us uh, a word from you. And we know that your word is already written that you've written in a book called the Bible, Basic Instruction Before Leaving Earth. And, Lord, we come, Lord, asking, Lord, that you would give us the spiritual illumination that we need. And as we begin to study true history, Lord, we pray that you would open our hearts and our minds that we will receive this true history lesson and also those things that in the Bible that have been uh, misquoted and misused to downcast a certain race of people. And, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for uh, this uh, History Talk program, and we thank you for Reverend William as he brings forth different ministry. This ministry is to come against those false teachings that we've had for so many years and those things that have been purposely absent from the teaching in our history history in America and all over the world, the lies that have been perpetrated by European or the Eurocentric way of education, those things that have been left out to to uh, to demonize certain other races or group of ethnic groups of people. So, Lord, we ask that as we go forth, that it will be something said, something done in this program that will give us more knowledge and draw us closer to you. The thing about it is no such thing as me, but it's we. We, the people of the world, can change so much. All we have to do is have a four-letter word, and that's love. Oh, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. And there's nothing that we could do about it but love one another. Lord, we thank you again. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Before I go off into our history lesson, I've learned that history is anything that happened five minutes ago. History just meaning something happened in the past. Anything one second ago when I first came on, that's history because that happened 
few minutes ago. But nevertheless, we 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 want to talk about uh, certain things that are transpired and transpiring right now. I'm a little despondent with our president, and with the, I'm very despondent with the Republican Party. But I'm also uh, a little despondent with our president because so many things that he has promised us that he's reneging on and he's going other ways. I was so hurt when I heard that he went along with the Rittenhouse trial. It's shown, it was shown by video. It had been shown by video. Rittenhouse, which was a 16 or 17 during that time, he left his the state that he lived in. He came to Kenosha, which is in a whole different state. He brought an AR rifle, knowing that they were rioting and protesting, and he was going to be against them. And so he was inciting them by coming, being of a Caucasian, being coming in the midst of the people, and, and in essence, coming there, uh, coercing them to come at him so he could kill them. There's nothing right about that. First of all, he wasn't supposed to be old enough to have a rifle. He wasn't supposed to, to bring that across state lines. And he wasn't supposed to kill anyone. He would, If he would not, not have been there, those two that died wouldn't have never died. Those, the one that was shot in the arm wouldn't have never been shot. And for the say you have 11 and 1, the beat goes on. And, and, and what I'm saying, and I'm going to explain this, not all whites are bad, but I've seen this throughout my life, that if you have a black man standing before an all-white jury, he could be innocent. He's going to prison. Just all they have to do is degrade him, demonize him, and he's going to prison. Just as as things have happened so much with us in in the past, and it's continuous. It's continuous. By Rittenhouse, when they let him go, it felt to me, and this was very hurting. It felt like someone spit it in my face. That they had been spitting in my face for year after year after year, and it never ends. And at the audacity, and, and God, I want God, I, I'm, I've been pastoring for so many years, but God is going to have to forgive me for saying this, that orange orangutan had the young man, after they let him go, after these uh, racists that was on the jury let him go, they let him go, and the ex-president, Donald Trump, I call him an orange orangutan, he had the audacity to invite that young man or what that that heathen to Malago in Florida and shake his hand and took a photo out with him. If that's not spitting in every African American face and telling us, I'm glad he did what he did and we still could get away. And that's what he the hatred that he's spewing. And those 74 millions that voted for him, you could say anything you want. This man is not a Christian, and you you could say about his policies. His policies were a total failure. So don't say that is that you're there because he's talking about race. 
He's talking about race. And and, 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 I, and I am so tired of hearing people say it takes time. Hell, 156 years is a long time for America to change to a Christian country, uh, but just to start treating people fair. And it has not happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. And it, it's, it's it, and for President Joseph Biden, he said he went along with the jury. And I was talking to some, and uh, they came up with some good answers. And one of the answers was, and I know it's the truth, he did that for political purposes. In other words, he, he would insult some good white folk. You know, that's been being played on us so many years, and we can never go forward because you're appeasing, uh, you're appeasing someone that is evil. You're upholding evil. You're upholding treachery. You're upholding the very same people that did, uh, did, that did a genocide and took land. You're upholding everything that's been did. And, and and the beat goes on. Yes, he went to Rittenhouse. Now, now I, I just have to say this. If that would have been, and I'm going to use uh, Reverend William because he and I are, are on the air right now together. If Reverend William would have went to Kenosha with an AR and walked in the front of the police or walked down the street with an AR, he would have had so many holes in him, you'd have thought he was Swiss cheese. Or myself, I would have been a sifter. I would have been riddled with holes, and they would have said that they thought I was attacking them. The kid was able just to leave. If that would have been my kids or grandkids, they would have killed them. And 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 it hurts you. And I resent seeing this over and over again. And it's like it's like them continuing to spit in your face from slavery, continuation, and they ask why people do what they do. And like I say, I, I don't say all whites are like that, and I never would bung all because we have some some blacks that I'm so glad that African Americans. I'm just so glad they're in prison because they're they're evil. But there are so many whites that's evil that's not in prison. And that's businessmen that have got riches, who, who became rich off of slavery, and their parents passed the money down to them. That's that's what I'm saying now. And the reason I say is that that, that was 11 and 1 jury, Darmon Aubrey. And again, I don't know what would, would happen to me. My mind would might have been, no, it wouldn't have been blown, but. I'm on Aubrey. Now, they said that this guy, they thought he was breaking in. He was stealing from a a house that someone was working on. He was jogging. He didn't have anything on him. Why are you following him? They showed on on the video, they showed white folk going in there looking over the house. No one chased them down. No one did anything. But they chased this kid down. And for some reason, whites don't have a sympathetic heart for black 
folk. I guess they think we're animals, and it doesn't matter that our children are being murdered, senselessly being murdered. And that does not give them a reason for to say we're killing ourselves. Yes, we're killing ourselves, and we need to stop. And I speak out against the killing that's going on because if you would just look up the murder rate where I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, you will find out over three a week is dying on the streets. I mean, it's it's like uh, similar to a war zone. Every time you look at it, it's sad. But at the same time, that doesn't give reason for for other races to continue to kill us things that they've been doing since they brought. And we was here before then, but they, they, their history say 1619. And we're just going to say for so 1619. But but I know that, that, that blacks were in America long before that. I know uh, about the Olmec people. I know that there were different tribes that were uh, Native Americans that were black. I know that a whole lot of the indigenous people of America were black. I know that they were brown-skinned people by even a Caucasian or European history tells that and how that this genocide happened to them. But now with Alma and Aubrey, they found the guys guilty. And I pray when that sentence has come, each one get natural life. Never get out because that was pure savagery and murder. You ride, and then they even was taped and said, we done trapped him, trapped like a rat. That's what was stated, trapped like a rat. I have kids. I have a grandson about his age, and if that would happen to me, I don't know if I could go to a courtroom and look at the people that did that, that did that to my grandson. They might have to chain me down because of it. I mean, is we going? We we continue to go through the same thing that happened in in the eighteen hundreds and the early nineteen hundreds, and the beat. And I, I have this say, and the beat goes on, and it's continuing to go on. And, and I'm reminded, and I, I usually say this coming to the end, but I'm remind, reminded of what John Lewis said when he was being questioned on by the news. Uh, I think it was CNN. I think I'm not sure. I think it was CNN, but I know it was the news. And then what they were doing was trying to find out how he felt about when George Floyd was murdered, about the looting, rioting, and burning. But they never said that that there was white folk that was doing the looting and rioting and burning. They've been blamed on blacks. They caught the lady. They caught some other people that they know was Boogaloo Boyd or whatever they call them that was doing it, and they put the bad rap on blacks. Now, I want you to understand what, what John Lewis said. John Lewis, and I, I totally agree with John Lewis, and I thought he addressed it so intellectual and, and so fair and truthful. Well, John Lewis made a statement, and John Lewis said that he didn't condemn condone uh, violence, like like he didn't condone uh, the looting, the the, the rioting, and the burning of, of places. He did not condone it. He's made, but he used a, a, a conjunction. He said, "But 
Those of you know a little English know about a conjunction. It's a run-on sentence. He said, but if there were no violence committed against blacks, if there were no 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 things that had been did to us, if our our rights had not been violated, if you stopped killing us and for nothing and you stopped doing the things you do to black folk, that that never was riding until they just kill us and and, and then if you want us just to say, well uh well uh we we're gonna pray about it. That thing continue to go on, but the rioting and looting have been done to say, we're tired. We are tired of you misusing us. We're tired of you killing us. And then it's not just the fact that that we never get justice. It's very seldom that a black person ever get justice. When a white killer black, <laughs> nine times out of ten, he's going to get away. But Amon Aubrey thing, I have to take my hat off and have to take it off for all fairness. The jury found them guilty, and it—it it, I mean, it—it it, just to be right, the law should prevail for every man. <laughs> but it didn't prevail for those killed and shot by Rittenhouse, and out of everything. This man, this white supremacy that we had, supremacists, that we had for a president, Donald, the duck, a Donald, the pink orangutan or whatever he is, that was president of the United States, maybe the dumbest president we've ever had, would call that kid and take a photo out with him. You were spitting in black people's face. And if blacks don't get out to vote against the Republican Party for that reason, because they continue to spit in the face, you'd never hear them speak out about the mistreatment of blacks. They condone it. And when for President Biden, they said he had went along with the jury, it hurt me. Now, President Biden, I have a bone to pick with you because George Floyd Act about the police killing and doing things to people, uh, I have a bone to pick with you about that. That's on your desk. I have these bones to pick with him because of who he is. The Voting Right Act, John Lewis Voting Right Act, they're trying to, they're already gerrymandering and they're already doing things to, to, to get rid of the voting power of blacks. And, okay, you, you, you're doing that to get rid of, to reduce our voting power. You're making laws to make it hard for those who don't have transportation to, uh, to get to the polls. You're moving different by drop boxes and everything so far out until you can't, you can't even you can't even uh, get to them. Those who don't have transportation, so you're making it so hard. They even had it where once you the old people can't stand up if it's a long line to vote. You have to stay in line. You can't get out of line. You it's 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 sad that uh, this place that we call the home of the free and 
in the land of the brave and the home of the free and our children. And I'm going to get to, to I'm going to go back in time in history, but this has been laid on my heart. I'm tired of whites. I'm tired of white folk, European white folk in America. I am just tired of them talking about being patriotic. You don't know the definition in patriotic. The most patriotic person in America is black soldiers. Black soldiers. We have fought in every battle, every war, and came back and been mistreated. Children killed, arrested for nothing, innocent going to prison. Uh, the job that, that, that we qualify for, we don't get. You could take a, a, a white person right now, you could average a white person with a high school diploma, make more than a, a, a black with a college degree. Some of them dropouts make, make more than a college, a black with a college thing. And they would make, whenever you do anything politically, you do it with reverse action. When they said that they were going to, about the minority uh, getting jobs, they made the white female a minority. So they don't have to get a black man a job uh, to catch up with, with white. All they have to do is give it to a white female. Or uh, either they could fire a black female or a black male and hire a white female, and she is classified as minority. So there's so many lies that's been told. I don't understand the nature of so many African-Americans. We're so caught up on partying. We're so caught up on listening at the wrong information that you're blind to what's going on right in the front of your face. And then there are those who we have that politicians that we're sending to represent us in this republic that's only grieving their palm. They're only finding ways to make money. They're only finding ways to have friends with different other a white politician that can give them money or help them with uh, what they need to do for favors. And they're selling our people out every day. I, I haven't, and, and I, I need to say this, I haven't seen other than maybe, uh, and I don't believe in his theology uh, and some of the things that rhetoric that uh, Brother Farrakhan say. But Farrakhan is a, is, a, is a born leader for blacks. He really, really stand up and he says, and most of the things he say are true. Are the truth. All you have to do is wait a couple of years, they come out. All you have to do is listen closely to what he says. But he's been betrayed by the media and by Weiss as being uh someone that's that 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 that's crazy and and, and, and a racist, a bigot racist that hate white people. No. All of our president just about other than a very few were more bigot and racist Ben Farrakhan, including Donald Trump. So let us not fall for, I call it the okey-doke, and let us learn to read and study exactly what's going on. And I hate to talk about those current events and, and things. I know we're trying to get the infrastructure bill passed, and yes, it's going to bring jobs, but 
we need some equality in this country, and it, it's going backwards. And I pray that our that African American eyes are open, that they are sending us backward. We're not going forward with gentrification going on, uh, gerrymandering going on. There's so many things that's going on. The rich are getting rich, and the poor are getting poor. And you know the, the the cost of living is constantly going up, but no one was saying about bringing the minimum wage up to fifteen dollars. But they will tell you blatantly. They said every day on television, CNN, MSNBC, uh, Fox, which I hate to watch because that's a born racist station. It's that's not news. That just bona fide racist. And all these white evangelicals that listen in at Fox, you are not Christians. And I want to say this, and I want them to hear me. You are not a Christian. There's nothing Christ-like about you. And to those who claim they're Catholics and, and, and you're pro-life, well, you could kill blacks on the street and you don't feel nothing about murder genocides and things are going on over in Africa. You don't feel anything, but you could talk about human rights. But uh, you, we don't, blacks don't really have total human rights here. There are, there are different cities and towns. If a black man caught in certain areas, he may be lynched. So with all that going on, don't don't dare tell me about, about, about the listen at you because you are no more than a Christian if Satan is a Christian. And, and that's that's Dr. Kemp feeling about these large evangelicals that's on television support talking about abortion. And now, don't get me wrong. I don't believe in abortion, but murder is murder. I don't care if the baby is unborn. I don't care if the baby one year old. I don't care if, if the person 100 years old. Murder is murder. And if you murder somebody, you need to pay the penalty. And all the murders and the rapes that you've done and perpetrate blacks as being being criminals and, and, and animals, and you are the master of rapes, robberies, looting, and burning. That's your MO, not black folk. Black folks have fed your babies and did everything for you and built this country on their blood, sweat, and tears. But now you have to pay them, pay them, and now they're too lazy. They're lazy and no good people. No, you were too lazy to work, and they built your country. You stole the Indian, the land from the Native Americans because you bought the gold and other things that they have because you didn't have it in Europe. So you came here and did what you did. So remember where you came from and stop calling America a Christian nation because you are not. Quit talking about abortion. And Catholic Church, I want you to understand that King James got, he had Pope Nicholas VI to sign a referendum for slavery. Now, so now, now these are things that that a lot of people don't know. So when this come about, and all these lies about Christ is white and the apostles and and the prophets are white, it's time for all those lies to cease. 
You know it's a lie, and, and, and if anybody ever do any research, they will find out. And all you have to do is, is be able to, 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 to go back and trace everything back to that time, 2,000 years ago, 2,025, uh, uh, 1,300 years back. And you'll find out when Moses, Moses was black, you'll find Moses was a, was a person, Moses was black. His wife thought he was an Egyptian. And if you look at all this, all the, the kings and queens of Egypt were blacks. Why do you think that all the noses of just about the, it would be something if just the nose was off the speech. But if you go in there, all the statues, the nose been knocked off, off of them. Now, don't get me wrong. He, he, uh, people in Africa are not real. All all the people are not dark-skinned. I mean, never been interbreeded with anybody. You have them brown, you have them light brown, you have them caramel, you have them brown, and you have them dark-skinned. And a lot of it is according to the way you live, how close you are to the equator. And that's why up in Europe, when they left out of Africa, uh, about well, for the Caucasians in Europe, it's been forty thousand years. That's why they went up there, and now now they went up in the cold weather. Because if you look at a real globe and find out where it is, you'll see how far they are away from the equator in Europe, in Germany, in Russia. You'll see how far they are away from the equator. Matter of fact, the equator is almost down to Brazil, or right around Nigeria and some other places. So uh, therefore. <laughs> that's way away from even even from Florida anyway is it, not not close to the equator and you know it stay warm there but if you get around the equator where the sunshine most and it's there, the people are going to be dark even if you find a white uh, a, a Caucasian if that person stay in the sun a long time he start getting burned he start tanning but but he but the thing about them and I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right there because. I'm getting off into another portion of our program. But I, I had to deal with Amon Aubrey's case, and I had to deal with Rittenhouse. I had to deal with these lies that have been perpetrated to teach our children in school about history. And, and they had this thing going on. I was just dealing with some current activities or events that, that's occurring right now. And they, they were voting. Now, we, we talk about voting. Should they teach CRT? And that critical race theory. And if I, I keep echoing this over and over again, it's a theory is an unproven fact. It is a fact that Columbus didn't discover America. It is a fact that, that they sent vagabonds from Europe to colonize this that this, that this country, which so they didn't discover anything. They sent people to colonize it, and the same people that they, that the Native Americans might have brought shared a turkey would kill them and took their land. That's true. A bunch of heathens killed the people and took their land. And now, and then they was lazy and couldn't take the heat and couldn't work hard because they came from a cold climate. So they went and got a person that could work hard and could work in heat. And they went and they got Africans from Africa, which is how we call ourselves African-American, and worked them for, for 300 years for free. 
right at right at three hundred years for free, seventeen to nineteen trillion dollars. That's what what the payback should be. President Biden, I'm highly upset with you. You want to give those, and I, I don't get me wrong, they've been mistreated. But I, I dare you, I, I, I'm appalled that you even thinking of it. That because the kids were put in detention, that came across the border. And I think it's totally wrong what was done by President Trump, how they had those children in cages. I think it's totally wrong. But for you to say you're going to give them 400 and something plus dollars for what they had to go through. And my four parents came over here in the 1600s and were sold, the children sold from under, were raped, were whipped, sodomized. Brand on their buttocks, and, and, and you talking about giving somebody that came over four hundred and some thousand dollars, and you haven't gave us a copper penny. You haven't gave the suffering, and I, I, I have to get this off my chest because quit playing with blacks as they are dumb. Don't not play with black folk as they are dumb. If you want to see a change in the killings and everything going on, do you know that poverty breeds crime? Poverty breeds crime. You could take the richest white folk, the most educated white folk, and make them live under the condition that blacks have had to live for hundreds of years, and they would revert, revert to crime. They didn't build not, 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 nothing up. If they build something up, they had an easier way to build it up than blacks. If you catch a person, want a person to know that a person started from the bottom and build their way up. Here's some of these little rappers, Jay-Z, 50 Cent. I mean, uh, P. did it. So these guys, Master P, they, they, they come from Project Did, and then they had a strike against them because they're black. And it, there is a white privilege. Whites are privileged, and they have that privilege. People don't look at them that way. And so so it is, and, and, and I, I, I think about that so much that, that we really need to start studying because it's so much that's occurring because the Bible talks about my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And, and the knowledge comes from is that we don't read. We don't study, and God wants us. God is a God of love. He wants us all to be treated equal. God love is for all humanity, not for Europeans to to tell, go around and tell lies. They have lied on every place that it is. Now um, they had the Berlin, what they call the Berlin Conference, and I want to tell you about Africa, why Africa is in the shape it's in today. They had something in 1884, it's called the Berlin Conference, where the European nations came together and decided how they would come together and divide Africa up. Don't you know that, that the majority of the countries in Africa belong to the French? Then the British, 
the Portuguese, the Dutch. Oh, yeah, it's all over the Germans. Them are countries. That are, that's who colonize them. That's who, who, who get the wealth from them. The people, and you ask, how could a country that have more most of all the diamonds, gold, all kind of uh, coffee, you name it, whatever you need is in Africa. But why are they poor? It's because they're being raped by the Europeans. Just to be just be honest with you, look it up. If, if there are any Caucasians on it, look it up. And it's not that they, they're not smart enough to handle their own business. They are. But they've never been warmongers. And don't say that you're so smart, that, that whites are smart, and you develop these weapons because everything that you develop came from someone else. Okay, everything that you have just about came from somewhere else. Gunpowder and, and rockets came from China. It, it's so much that I could say and I could bring up and say, but I, I would just submit to you, find out what invention the Chinese made that the Japanese made, the Koreans made, find out what the people from India uh, invented. Uh, then you find out what the Native Americans invented. Then you find out what the African, the people in Africa invented, because they were the first one with skyscrapers. Uh, and they wasn't like the people that live in Egypt now. Those are Arab people, though. though that's not Kemet. Kim means black. Now, all these things are going down what I'm saying. And then look up how many inventions were made by African Americans. And know what you're going to go like I did when I looked it up. I went like, wow, white folk really didn't do anything. And they know it. They know it. But that's why they never wanted you to read. That's why they never wanted blacks to try to get an education. Because when you when they find out, when you find out that you didn't do anything, then what you gonna say? What are you gonna say? What you gonna teach your children? All that you told them were lies. And it's true. What you gonna tell them? All lies. And that's what it's been. That's what history, and that's what we've been brainwashed. In school, in school in America, that history is the biggest lie that Christ ever died for. You didn't discover no land. You wasn't good people. You killed people, and you took their land. You enslaved people to build the country up. Most of all, you mostly over 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 half of you the the income the exports came from slavery. So 60%, at least 60% of all your income doing for over hundreds of years came from slavery. That's what built America. And then if they say they're from a, the northern parts of the state and they didn't have cotton, where well, you profited from it because you had textiles and textiles that take cotton to make textile. textile. Also, uh, the banks were financing slavery. They were building slave ships. They were giving loaning money to people to buy slaves. So with all that said, even Georgetown, and right here in Louisiana, Georgia, a place called Maringouin, a lot of the people that sold a lot of people down here because to pay off a debt, 
Georgetown University. Look it up. They had to pay their, they, they pay off a debt. They sold some people, and I know some of the family people that's here now that had great great grandparents that were sold down here with a bill of sale from Georgetown University. And right so here in Louisiana, the place is called Maranguan. And the word Maranguan in French means the swat of mosquito. Now, um, it, it's incumbent upon us to, to learn about what's going on. Now, now I, I always go back into to, to the history of mankind because we didn't come from them. They came from us. It's important that we understand that we are the original people, that the original people were, were people of color, not albinos. Now, I, I find it strange, and I, I don't see many of us discussing this with whites, but I will hold a conversation with them about it. Why everything that come out and look like them are called albinos, but they know albino is, 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 is like, Almost like a misfit fit of a race of an animal. If you ever notice, you don't find many white deers. You don't find many white alligators. All of them call albino, a white tiger. And if you would look up and say, "Well, what does that have to do with white folk?" Well, if you you could do some mathematics, I think it's about eight eight. 800 and some million white folk in the world. That might sound like a large number to say 800, 800, 800, over 800, 8.9 uh, million, 100 million people. Well, do you know that it's over 7, almost 8 billion people in the world? They make up less than 11% of the population of the world is Caucasian. Everybody else are people of color. You you make up less population than anybody else, but yet you're the most warmonger per people. Uh, and, and all you are is really, to, to be truthful, you are an albino by, by, by race. You are albino. And uh, it's time that you stop lying and teach people the real Bible because I want you to understand that we are, we know who the real people, who the children of Israel really is. We know about that. You know, we understand that, that you put some people in the Holy Land, that they have nothing to do. And whenever, any time someone that's listening find out who are the Khazars, find out who are the Eskenaz or the Sephirim, and the Serpentum come from around Spain. Khazar came from north north, uh, north of Turkey. And the Eskenaz are Russian people. So they're really not Jews. They're really not, not that term Jew shouldn't even be. that. The word is Judah, J-U-D-A-H. That word Jew come from the term Jewry, which those people that were nomadic people traveling, traversing through uh, Europe selling jewelry and making jewelry. Don't get me wrong, they're very talented. Uh, were selling jewelry and they were uh, money changers and loan companies, loan sharks. And that's why 
Uh, they wanted them killed. Now, it's a lot of things that we need to uh, know, you know, exactly who are and what is a Jew. And you can find Dr. John Kendrick Clark's uh, speech with uh, in Marcus Garvey lecturer series and find that out. And it, it, that, that's very important. And it's important for us to understand, even to this very day, there are over 350 white hate groups in America. And we're about the only place that people are called white. In Europe, you call a European, you're not called white. That That's that's that supremacy that, that America has have, have been perpetrating. Now, we have to understand about the beginning of mankind, and we have to understand just how they work. And when we learn how they work, we'll find out, you know, if we would go as further back as we can, we would go to uh, what they call Arapautus. That, that that's a writer pickers, which was for that started before now. We know Lucy was Australopithecus, uh, and that was 3.2 million years ago. But before that, it was our where our ficus, our ficus. Artificus, and that was 4.4 million years ago, so that would be for the time of Lucy. And Lucy was the time when they were bipedability, meaning to walk upright. And that was 3.2 million years, but they found out that it went back further, almost to 6 million years that they were finding different things in Africa. And I want you to understand this. Africa's greatest uh, anthropologist talked about the French and the British, how they tried to hide who the Egyptians, that they were truly black. But all you have to do is read their own historian, the Greek historian and the Roman historian, and they will come out and tell you that the people were black. And they'll tell you that Whites or other races had nothing to do with the building of the pyramids. You know, it's been over two million years ago that Christ died. I mean, two, excuse me, 2,000 years ago that Christ died. Well, most of the pyramids were built around 2,800 years ago. And they were living in stone homes are made out of stone and most of the parts are in eastern africa they were living in stone homes the home were made of stone and this pyramids go back 2.8 million 2.8 thousand years before uh, 2800 years before christ now 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 it was almost 500 years before 
the Greek even picked up on some of the architectural stuff that they were able to do in Egypt. You know, when they started building uh, those coliseums and things, that was way behind the time of uh, Egypt. And Egypt were black. All the kings were black. But they try to hide those things. And that's why I said earlier, if you listen at me, how they shot the nose off the speak. But the speak is not all. Look up the statues and find out all these different statues to kings. And you'll find out that the majority of them noses are shot off. Why is just the nose shot off? And that is to hide who the people, who the kings were. And you know we we talk back we talk uh, always talk about I always like to take us back in time, and I always like to bring up the fact that that mankind started in Africa, dealing with with the Homo habilis, Homo that that's Homo habilis came right after uh, Australopithecus or right around the same time. And now we uh, talk about how in Ethiopia in 1974, how uh, Don Johansson and Tom Guy made a discovery of a fossil called Lucy. And she was right at 3.2 million years ago they found her. She was a homehead that meant that she could walk straight up. She wasn't a and she had to walk with her hands on the ground, but they found a fossil of her. And later on, now I said Australopithecus, but now that was that that go back over three three million two hundred thousand years ago. And and they have some that go back further. I, I was speaking concerning that earlier. And uh, but here we find that comes that, but they were studied and studied, and they find out that Mary Leakey and her husband Louis Leakey, that's Mary Douglas Leakey and her husband Louis Leakey, they found in the old Dave Gorge, as they were excavating, and that old Dave Gorge is located in Tanzania in East Africa and they gave the name uh it means East Africa. What they found the archaeological and anthropological finds that they found fossils of an ancestor of an ape and a human while excavating an old deep god. They also found tools and skeletal remains that date back over two million years ago. Now, I want you to pay pay close attention that everywhere finding these uh, body findings that they they finding these people are in Africa. They're no way but in Africa. Now, Homo again again now now really Homo habilis, uh, who they call Cuba Fora. Is 1.76 million years old. That's a part of Zanzantropy. And uh, Luther was found in Hadar, Egypt. And they just said 
bipedability, meaning she was able to walk upright. And Lucy being right at 3,200,000 years. And they found out, they found some footprints that even went back further than that a volcano had erupted. And they left footprints where animals went. And it almost, uh, it went back about 4 million years. Aratopithecus, and that was over 4 million years ago. Australopithecus was 3.2, and the Homo habilis is 1.76. That would be the time of Professor Leakin them was right at 2 uh, million years ago. Now, like I said, you can find that the British and the French all, um, not the British, excuse me, but the Greek and the Roman scholars all said that Ethiopian were black. But all of a sudden now they've changed it because that and they moved Egypt out of Africa, out the map of Africa and called it something else, which really was no more than a lie. But this has been perpetrated against African Americans and the false teachers for so many years. So many years we we've been through this. Now I want us to to to, 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 to just to, just to think about what I just told you. Mankind evolved in Africa, but now I, I know you're saying, well, uh, I, I wonder where white folk come if everybody came from Africa. And we'll get to that. I think I have some time to get to that too, but. Uh, if if all you have to do, if you want to talk to some a, a Caucasian, ask them if they trace that they trace their DNA back in that maternal uh, that maternal inherited part of them, meaning uh, from the mother side, the, the female side. Uh, you'll find out the uh, mitochondrial DNA that came from that maternal. Uh, inherited uh, mitochondria within our cells and all human cells, we have theoretically the same common ancestor. And that common ancestor is known as mitochondria Eve, who lived over 200,000 years ago in South Africa. She was not the first human, but every other female lineage eventually had no female offsprings and so failing to pass on the mitochondria DNA. And then as a result of this, the humans, all humans today, listen to me closely, all humans today can trace their mitochondria DNA back to this lady, mitochondria Eve, a black woman. Within her DNA and that of her peers exists all the genetic variations we see in contemporary humans today and since E time. And notice what 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 I said. I said that exists all the genetic variations and what I'm talking about how people look different come from her genetics. It it was passed on through them and a lot of us uh went through a, a variant 
uh, form, and we turn like different colors. But now listen, you see, we see that all contemporary humans since Eve time and different populations of humans have drifted apart genetically, forming distinct ethnic groups that we see today. And what they're saying is you got people in India, Egypt, and different parts of the world that drifted apart, but we all carry that mitochondrial DNA from that black female named Eve. I'm talking about white folk. I'm talking about everybody. All of us came from a black woman. Now, now there's a man now. There's a man that, that, that who lived about 315 years before Christ in South Africa. He is the closest relative yet to the humanity common to the female ancestor of uh, mitochondria Eve. He's the closest. His DNA almost match up perfectly. Now, they know that he fished because he lived on the coast of Southern Africa, and he was the closest genetic match to Eve. Now, this fossil was found in St. Helen Bay in South Africa by archaeologist Andrew Smith, who uh, was in the university, who teach at the University of Cape Town. Now, in understanding what they're saying is that that mankind not evolved, but mankind first came from Africa because the oldest fossils, they don't go to a different other countries to find these fossils. What they do, they go right to uh, to Africa to find out where the people come from. And then since we were talking about genetics, uh, Gregoire Mendel is the father of genetics. And, and genetics is uh, inheritance involving the passing of discrete units of inheritance of genes from one parent or offspring to another. Now, now, now Mendel found out that he dealt with uh, being a botanist, too. He dealt with plants and all kind of things. But Mendel had a law, and Mendel law uh, matches that of uh, what they talk about out of Africa dispersion, because Mendel talks about the law of independent assortment, how how independently we are sorted and, and how we we end up being coming to be. And then they say the law of dominance. And and you can see that in China. Wherever you find a, a whole lot of people that look a certain way, that's the way the people are gonna look. And segregation, you know, that means law of segregation, meaning people certain people living in certain areas. Now now we have to look at this gene pool that we have. Now this is something that I want you for to pay close attention. Now, this is about Professor uh, Gregoire uh, Mendel. Uh, he came up with, he discovered that dark and brown skin is dominant. Now, that means superior. If you can look it up, and it says those who have brown eyes have dominant genes, which means superior. He said light skin comes from a recessive gene. Blue eyes come from a recessive gene. Now, it's imperative that we, 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 we understand that and stop thinking that we're dumber than someone because they've told lies to us all these years because they want you to think that you're dumber than they are. And that's not true. It's by far not the truth. They know better than it, than anything else. Now, they, they had the, about the hidden DNA discovery only found in black people. Now, this is called, now it was called a disequilibrium. I mean, 
it was, it was something that 15, it was 15, uh, it was 15 white scientists was writing and, and they were doing this. And what they wrote it in this thing was called Global Pattern of Disequilibrium. That's the name of it, Global Pattern of Disequilibrium. And what they did, they did a study to measure the intelligence and who had a greater chance of be, uh, possibly being a genius out of the different people around the world. So they're testing people to find out their intelligence level. And this is what they came up with. So they started off with animals, and they started off with animals in, in the monkey family because they said that we we evolved from them. So they're going to start from that. They started with, the, remember, um, I told you the higher level uh, uh, of uh, of uh series you have, the more intelligent, you know, it operates in sequence and series with your, your DNA. So when they test the orangutan, the orangutan had three series. But when they tested the gorilla, the gorilla had four series. Now when they checked the chimp, the chimp had five series. And now when they checked the European white man in Europe, he had six series. And when they checked people all around the world, the Chinese, the Japanese, the Vietnamese, when they checked them, all of them had six series built above any animal. But after coming to checking everybody else, they went to West Africa and they tested the Africans. And that's why most of us, most of the people in the United States came from was West Africa. And we had to end up with nine series. Nine series. That means that you more have to be a genius than anyone else on the planet. That you're more intelligent. It measures your intelligence level. And they know this. They did not publish it. They copyrighted it because they that they didn't want it to get out about what the finding was when they did that study. Now, remember what I told you. You can look up Dr. Edward Robinson. He'll tell you about it. About And, and the one that was that was writing it was uh, the DNA strand. It talks about the American Association of Advanced Science DNA series. And uh, you can look up Dr. Edward Robinson, and you'll find out just what I tell you is true. They found out that, that, that Africans were more intelligent than just about any other race that they have. Now, we, we know that we get our mitochondria DNA from, our, our, from the female, from the female, and we get our nuclear DNA from both parents and the male. And, and so, we, you know, we have our... our uh, chromosomes and all kind of other thing and we have our nucleus and our mitochondria and typoplasm and cytoplasm and things within a cell and we get these things we receive these different sources from different one of our parents and it's, it's very uh important that we get this now uh, her name was sarah tish from the university of, of uh pennsylvania in part one about Africa's genomics of human evolution, she was the one that's telling us that 
everybody came from someone came from a black person. Now, when you think about something, uh, again, I'm going to allude to something I said earlier uh, with that. Uh, the global platter of disequilibrium tells of your intelligence level. Well, if you look at the fiber optic, how we got uh, five, that, that, that five gig uh, uh, wiring now that you, you, you could go with that and your GPS, your fiber optic wiring, that came from two black females. The GPS, the cell phone, a black male typewriter, the gas mask, just a few. I'm not going to name all the black inventions that black did, the safety glove, the elevator, the clothes dryer, the air conditioning unit, the almanac, blood plasma bag, lawnmower, lube cup, refrigerator, spark plug, stethoscope, thermostat control, traffic light, I said typewriter and the electric light bulb for a lamp. Now, that's just a few, and that's not counting the inventions that the people in China, the people in Japan, India, and other places did that uh, that didn't come from Europe. Again, as I say, Europe uh, gave the least thing possible to the world, but they claim that if you listen at them, they're the most intelligent people going. And they, but they use the money of other races to, 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 to feast off of. Now, I, I'm going to say this, and I see my time and run. You can say it run out, but I'm going to say this right quick. And uh, because I am a pastor and I, my uh, Ph.D. is in theology, and I, I just study a lot of other, uh, other things. I, I do a lot of research on a lot of other things, but... Uh, I want you to understand when you're reading about the Garden of Eden, the Garden of Eden was in Africa, too, right around the old deep gods and other places that were mentioned earlier, what I was talking about, uh, and uh, around Kenya and uh, Tanzania, excuse me, around that area. If you read your Bible, when you start talking about the location of the Garden, the, uh, Garden of Eden, they tell you the Garden of Eden started off it comes and it divided into four. It was one river that divided into four rivers. And the first was the Gaion. And the Gaion encompassed the land of Havilah, which is Cush, where there's Beldon rocks. And, and uh, first of all, you need to know that the word Cush means burnt face. That, that's the name of Ethiopia. Havilah is the son of Cush, which is the son of Ethiopia. It encompassed the land of Havilah which is the land of Ethiopia. And then they say, now that's the guy, now they say the Pishon, uh encompassed the land of Deja Budi, or Somaliland, which is Somalia. And all of us know that that's on the continent of Africa. Now, they used the Euphrates River, and they, the other river they called was the Hidikia. And it's tried to, where it's been said by some scholars that they Hidekia River is the Tigris River. But the Bible said that the Hidekia River flowed east and west, but the Tigris River flows north and south uh, parallel with the uh parallel with the Euphrates River. So that debunks that right there. And there's so many other things that tell you and I would like to say, if you would ask anybody about the Holy Land having lions hippos, leopards, a cheetah, different animals, you'll find out that they're not there. 
During that time, the landmass was joined together until they build the Suez Canal. It's a lot of things that we can look up, and my time is getting short, but it had some things that I thought was very important uh, other than, you know, going back and telling you certain things. And it's it's a blessing that we learn who we are because you're never going to be told by those who enslave you and those who want you to still feel that you are inferior to them when they were living, still living in cave and huts, and they had they had uh, Africa had intelligent nation who was wearing gold and and able to cut all kind of precious stone for kings in Egypt and other places, and the Nubians was able to do it, and the new whole lot of Nubians and the Ethiopians and the Ethiopians were not as light skinned as they are today. The Ethiopians are more Nubian like people also. The Nubians were uh, different pharaohs of, of Africa, but all the pharaohs, early pharaohs, were uh, were uh, Negro and uh, African. So it's no such start thing as talking about Jesus would have been Negro. Like, it ain't nothing being halfway a Negro. You're a Negro. I'm talking about of a Negro type. What you mean of a Negro type? This is a different thing what scholars try to say today. No, either you're white or either you're a black man. And then he was a man of color, just case in print. So now I, I, uh, I'm i going to open the floor for any questions, not the floor, but I guess I think I'm in a symposium, but now I'm going to open the line up for questions. And do we have any, want to have any questions or anything they would like to share? <laughs> Amen. God bless you. The line is open, 858 Nine one three seven. Doctor Kemp is taking questions, comments, statements, anything you'd like to share. The line is open for you now. God bless you. Welcome, Chef. All right. Thank you very much. God bless you, Doctor Kemp. Uh, welcome to this new month, uh, February. Uh, they say we celebrate Black History Month on this month. What you say about that, <laughs> Doctor Kemp? Uh, uh, I laugh at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a joke too. I, I really yeah. do, and the reason I think is a joke because uh, in America here we uh, study only about slavery, only about three to four hundred years, and those were some of the three hundred worst years of Africans' life, African American life. That has that goes back to although we did the discoveries, inventions. Excuse me, what I talked about earlier. I was talking about the Louvre Cup, the elevator, the stops, the red light. Uh, the the uh, <clears throat> the air condition, the washer, the dryer, the refrigerator, and many many others. Uh, the uh, uh, the uh, person, the young lady that did the vaccine for uh, that did for COVID nineteen. Um, the person that did the uh, the uh, global system that where we go global nav- navigation system that we use. All of us have them in our cars and they use it for outer space and things like that. The 5G fiber optic and many, many others, those who were able to figure out the trajectory and how much gas it would take to go to the moon. There's so many things that we do talk about that, but we have a rich history. Only thing that they teach in school mainly was they don't teach those things I just said about those inventions, but um, they teach us about just show a picture of a slave and 
the south and the north and a beautiful, this beautiful plantation, not saying who built that beautiful plantation and who did the upkeep on the plantation, who made them rich, who made America rich, not, and things they don't teach it in school. And the thing about it is uh, white kids only think that blacks only have ever been just slaves, not that how great of uh, nations that they came, came from and that they came from a greater place than all of Europe. Because <clears throat> I'm going to say this, and we're going to ask some questions, but Europe is no more than, a, like uh, one professor said, a throw-it-out icebox. If you would look at the geographical location, if you would look it up on the globe, Europe, the parts of Great Britain and other parts of Europe, is way up past Canada, around Canada and places. It is cold. So, therefore, if you the further you live up north, you don't have much summer or spring to grow crops. You have to go elsewhere and purchase those crops. Now, uh, with that said, so they have to, so they, and they don't have the riches like other countries have. Now, Russia do have some oil, but the most of the other countries don't have oil. They have to get their oil and stuff from somewhere else. Uh, and Russia have to go up in Siberia to get it, and, and you know that, that petrochemical come from uh, that decayed animals from way back, decayed animals, and, and they get that uh, petroleum out of the ground. Uh, and so um, if the more you learn of Europe, you really find out why they, they expanded so way out and the reason why they did uh, what the Berlin Conference in 1884, where I said earlier about how they divided up Africa. But uh, I pray that we start going further and deeper when we say it, uh, Black History Month, that we go further back than uh, a whip in the back. And come by kumbaya, picking cotton, cutting sugar cane, pulling uh, uh, tobacco, indigo, mm. things like that, and working, building railroads, and building everything that America got, and knowing that 60% of all America exports, and the exports mean when people buy your goods and you ship them out, that's where your money imports come in. When you buy, you spend the money, and they come in. Well, uh, most of our income, 60% of our income came from slavery out the South. So now that's, that's one of the things that, 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 that captivate me so much, and it's not taught. It's not taught at all. It's, it, we 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 are taught that we was just that that we were just just dumb people, not knowing that we are really very very intelligent people, and our kids have fell for it. They thugs and gangsters and they're G and uh, their pants hanging off their butts and everything else because of they've been brainwashed in high from not high school, excuse me. They've been brainwashed from first grade through 12th grade, did nothing because they have been taught that they did nothing in history. And in reality, it's vice versa. If you would, uh, those of you would look up the name Aristotle, and you'll find out Herodias, you'll find out these two people that Greeks that were supposed to have been uh, uh, so smart and dealt with uh, the Greek culture, and that's what expanded throughout Europe. That's why Europe supposedly got their smarts, their math, and, every, and science and, and medicine came through the Greeks. 
passed on to the Romans. Well, find out where Herodias and Aristotle went to school at. They had to go to Egypt to go to school. And then those around Spain and everything, the education came from the Moors and that's Timber. But uh, we're going to have something dealing with uh, black history. I talked to Dr. Gillian uh, today and uh, this evening, and he was doing a little traveling, but uh, he's a professor who taught uh, African culture and African history at Southern University. He has a Ph.D., and I'm going to get him to come on sometime with me, and he'll be participating. And if you want to get almost a, a degree in the subject matter, tune in to myself and Dr. Gillard. Mm. Okay, the flood, okay, it, the line is open. <laughs> my, my, my. Good evening, everybody. God bless you. Welcome to the show. The line is open for you. You're on the line with Dr. Kemp. You're on the air. Go ahead. Good afternoon. All right. God bless you. Good, Good afternoon. Uh, yes. Uh, just well, I'm happy to hear your voice. I'm glad to see you back. Uh, pray that you're doing okay and your family's well, along with Dr. Kemp and his family. Uh, I always enjoy listening to the program. Uh, and uh, Dr. Kemp and I sometimes have these conversations about uh, this lost generation that we have and their, their lack of knowledge of self and kind, their, their, their lack of uh, knowledge about their lost relationship with God. And we wonder why so many things is going wrong. And I was having a conversation with a gentleman today. I do uh, a little electrical jobs and stuff. And <laughs> the conversation came up and we I informed him that when we were coming up, we had, elders in our family who made it mandatory that you attended church and uh whether you wanted to or not it was not optional if you were in their care you went to church but that's that has no longer become the norm for children in this generation that's coming up right now a lot of, a lot of them they don't know uh, the church, let alone God, they don't know no prayers. They don't know any prayers at all. And uh, we have uh, uh, the young generation who are out here killing one another every day that, for the, that they don't understand that they're killing each other for the right to go and kill one another. I mean, that, that, that when you look at it, all the things that they're doing only leads to their own damnation, destruction, and death, and then they go kill each other for the right to kill each other. That that's I mean that that's sheer insanity, but it's the work of the devil. It says that I uh, seen the bumper sticker said, "If you know God, you will know peace." But no God, no peace. And that's that that's really what Doctor Kemp was saying. That we just been drifted away from our love of God. We got all kind of I don't know how you say it. We have all kind of denominations in the Christian religion, but very few of them go by what Jesus said, told them, how can you say that you, that you, love, that you love the Lord, whom you've never seen? But if you hate your brother, 
who you see every day. And that was for the believer. The Christian, if you was a believer, you know, we, the, all, we, 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 just, I don't know. How do people say, how, what are we going to tell God about all this killing we're doing between one another under the banner of Christianity? And that's all I got to say that right this time. Amen. Amen. Uh, getting on to that theological aspect that uh, Reverend oh. William and myself really love those conversations. We get off into those, those conversations. I, I've always said that America is uh, not a Christian nation. It, it has never been. You can't come and kill the Bible. One of the first things that Ten Commandments talks about, thou shalt not kill. And it talks about coveting and different other things. Here you kill a genocide on a race of people, on indigenous people on the continent of uh, North America. And uh, you did the genocide and you kill them. So you're not Christian. You brought a bunch of drunk vagabonds over, over to a country where they wasn't like that. You brought your disease over smallpox and other disease and kill the people. Then after you uh, did a genocide, you needed somebody to build a country. Then you wouldn't kidnap the race of people because they were smart, not dumb, but you were a dummy because you couldn't do it. So you went and got them that you went and kidnapped them to bring them to do the work. If you do your research, you'll find out slaves came from different areas Certain slaves were good with livestock. Certain slaves were good with growing rice, and they sent them to different areas where they captured them from because they already had trades. They had already had was it uh, a metallurgy, and so therefore they could they could be blacksmith because metallurgy and blacksmith can go hand in hand. There were so many things that that they, they knew how to break horses. They knew how to do so many things already. The only thing that the differential was a a language differential. Other than that, they say they were dumb. No, they, during that time, they tried to say they were dumb. They didn't have, know the language, so quite naturally, you ask them a question, they couldn't answer because they did not speak your language. I will submit to you, I could take some of the smarter uh, Caucasians to Africa right now and have have someone in Nigeria, Djibouti, and other places, you know, uh, uh, Zimbabwe, uh, you know, uh, Kenya, Tanzania, you know, uh, Niger, uh, uh, Ghana, you know, Liberia, and different. Uh, just I'll just throwing out some names, and they couldn't speak the language, and they would they would they would they would seem to be dumb, but they could be a a nuclear physicist, but they don't know the language, you're not going to know what a person needs you to do. And, and that, that went on for years. And then they said, well, for them to be able to communicate with us on a level, on a certain level with us, and we could still project them as being dumb, after they learn the English language, we're not going to let them read. So that, that that's still a game, and they're still trying to do it even to this very day. So a lot of things about uh, Black History Month should start back much further than Africa and a lit 
uh, Amer- let Africans and uh, African Americans know who they really are. That they are really the original human beings. That 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 the original man. And let them know that they're living around in a, right now in America is an albino country. And there's more albinos here than anything. And I'm talking about Caucasians, whatever they want to say, whites. I'm talking about albinos because that's really what they are. And uh, for our children, yes, uh, Brother George, yes, uh, we don't have it the way we used to. I know you know. Uh, about mm-hmm. our grandparents and everything, how they, we, we, we had, and parents, we had to go to church. Although we strayed away from it, but as kids, we had to go to church. It wasn't, uh, you could sleep up in the house, and we had to try to get our lives right with the Lord, and therefore we learned of God. It's not that way. And I, I people could say this is a different genre, but, the excuses is like a butthole. Everybody have one. It's time to stop making um, excuses. Everybody, anybody can make any excuse, just like having a backside. Everybody have one, you know. Um, but we have, we have to look into those things. And uh, uh, I, I see so many here, uh, and you know our Brother George about it because you know, in Baton Rouge, there's nothing for uh, a whole year go by with uh, 52 weeks in a year and three a week die on the hmm. streets with all kind of errors and their young kids defined with all kind of high-powered weapons and military-grade. 14-year-olds have a stash of military-grade weapons and uh, 14-year-olds getting killed because they're bullying and they're dead. They're gangsters, and they're not living, and it's so much, and it hurt me so much because I prayed to the Lord to give me something that maybe I could help change something. I'm not looking for recognition. It's just to try to pull my people away from those things. Have any another question or someone would like to share? Mm-hmm. Questions, I guess a comment. Uh, what, you know, as, as you're speaking, Dr. Kempman, you're saying that there's a history that speaks for itself of non of Christians conducting themselves as non Christians, all the denominations and stuff. How do you? Uh, get them to to well. How do you get the Christians, the true Christians, to step up and uh, uh, stand up for, uh, for, for 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 Jesus? Like like he said, if you deny me before man, I'll deny you before the Father. But there's a lot of fake Christians, like you said. You you can't be a Christian if you're doing all these wicked things. But that you know, we didn't come out of slavery. Our ancestors didn't because they had no army in that. They came out because God changed the hearts of and made the Christians stand up for what God's word said. You, you, you do not take another human being and do them like that because all men are created in God's image. 
And that's, that's what's missing right now. There ain't enough Christians like that guy had said uh, he was a, uh, we were talking about that, so he was a Satanist or something, and there wasn't enough Christians to stop whatever it was he was trying to do anyway. And it seems to be that that's what's going on now. There's so much just whoa, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's so much stuff like Solomon Gomorrah, it's out of control. And ain't, there ain't no Christians coming up saying, no, enough of this foolishness. It has to stop. The, where, where, how do you get these Christians to, 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 to stand up and be Christian? That, that, that would be my question. How do you make all these denominations who really, some of them might really believe, be believers, but some of them probably not? But how do you get them? To and those, those, I may have some people from this that that this uh, that have this disbelief, apostolics, and those who say they're for gospels and others. They have lied to the people so many, so much, so very much until you turn people away from church. Some people have caught on that church is no more than a concert. And they look at it as a concert and a bunch of lies. <clears throat> we go around telling people we can heal them, and you can't. If it's not God's will, that person is not going to get healed. And even Jesus said, not my will, but thine will be done. We uh, we we tell them that they're supposed to be rich, and we, we rip them off for their money. We tell them health and wealth. We teach them about the Azusa Street movement, and we don't tell them that that's against the uh, word of God. That that's worse than saying about the uh, what that is in Utah, the uh, the Mormons. John <laughs> Smith said back in sixteen hundred something in upstate New York that God came him, had him to write a whole nother gospel. Well, the Bible <laughs> says you don't add to it, take away. All of a sudden, in 1900, in California, the Zuzu Street movement started. This whole new thing that wasn't going on during the what you call, they re-brought back up a whole bunch of things that the Bible said when that which is perfect had come, a whole lot of things was going to cease. We want to just try to show that we manifestational power. Instead of when to say we're going to pray and we're going to pray that it's God's will that a person be here. I've heard people say these crazy things. We were talking about it in class last night. How people get up and say we got to speak those things into existence. And we don't go back and study the scriptures and uh, speak the things. And if you look at it, Jesus was dealing with the. It was talk, not Jesus, but it was talking about God. He's the only one that can speak things into existence. You can't speak things into existence because everything has already been preordained by God. God is omniscient. He already knows. He told Jeremiah, before I inform you and your mother, God already knows. So you ain't speaking nothing into existence that God has already said was going to happen. There's so much that people are not telling people the truth. And then when the people go and the things that they're, they're being taught in church never happen, then they say there's no God. And so a lot of things are coming. That's why I say my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. 
and we don't try to learn ourselves. We go everywhere to all these churches, and then some of us run the white church because, and they don't teach you nothing about yourself because they don't want you to learn. They they've been taught never to teach you certain things. So, um, that's uh, brother George. Uh, that's the problem is that people are not really trying to study, and um. You have all these denominations, but they say we say we believe in the Bible, correct? We say you have to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Jesus say baptized in the name of Father, Son, just Jesus, name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They tell you in the gospel church, you got to be baptized in the name of Jesus. But Jesus didn't say one thing. But they don't even go back and say that's the book of Acts, that's the history of the church. And then now the people they're told that they had to be baptized in the name of Jesus, they were Gentiles. They weren't even, they were engrafted in the church. Now they were taking the word, the word of God, the gospel to everybody, and they just was dealing with them. Whose baptism have you been baptized in? In the baptism of John. So you know you have to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So Peter said, be baptized in the name of Jesus. It's so much that why it's so uh, imperative that people really get trained before they go out there because you don't want to, uh, you, you, you're responsible for people's uh, spirit when you're talking to them. You got to have, have, have the, you know, the people's spirit. So, um People don't know the word of God, and, and they've been mistouched so much. Then you say something wrong with the Baptist, something wrong with this church, something wrong. Uh, they don't speak in tongues over here, so they, they're what you call them. In the word, uh, tongue is glossary, just mean a regular foreign language. It's so much stuff that go on and that, that they're teaching today. They're ripping the people off for their money. So why the kids or the, why the people hung up the way they are, other than we think we have to go to white churches too because white people are smarter than black. They got some blacks would not go to a black church because that's where mm-hmm. you're not going to teach them anything. So it, it's, it's all, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's something that we have to do. And if something is, it, okay, money, I could lie to people about I could give them gifts in the Bible, say the Holy Spirit give the gift. I don't lay my hand. Mm-hmm. I've seen people wave their hand and people fall on the floor. Mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, Brother okay. George, the hurting part about it is the majority of people fall for all that stuff is black people, being those different kinds of uh, churches, you know. So it's things that we have to grow past and things that we have to do. Yes, sir. Um, it's it's ways that we could do it, but people don't, don't let people don't let let money get in the way. You go around and you get on TV and say, "God wants your members to buy your sixty-three million dollar uh, airplane," and people know that's a lie. That that's no more. Especially street people. Street people know that's a con game. And mm-hmm. then we go around talking about prophesizing. Look up the term clairvoyant. Clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. And then go to Deuteronomy. The 18th mm. chapter, starting at the ninth verse, and you'll find mm. out about that. People say they're prophets and all kind of stuff, and that's being clairvoyant. You you could see the future. You that's no more than witchcraft. 
and we got it all through the church. That's popping the such and such. That's popping such. And I go like, oh my God! You know, you 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 read you read over scripture. You never studied it because if you studied, you would find out what was going on back then, and you know know why why that that that's not so. You'll be scared to be around a person like that because it wasn't that. All the prophecies that need to be done have been already written in the book. You're not going to add to heaven and earth to pass away with not one jot of his word to change. So it, it's a lot of things, uh, Brother George, that, that's messing with the people, and and people are caught up on, um, think they're better than one another. So that's dealing with white folk. They think that even though they claim that they're Christians, they still think they're above other races of people. They, they, you, the, the only people go around Star Wars all over the world is white people, most savages people in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are the most savages people in the world. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, you, you, you the, who all, who else Star Wars everywhere? Mm-hmm. And then when other countries, other country people would let color to them. Get weapons, then you won't go jump on them. <laughs> so it, it, it's one of those things. So it's something to say about us as African Americans. We fall for anything, and since we've been beating drums and from Africa and everything else, all we do is we want to have a, we want to, we want to party. We want to jam. And that's what we turn church into. And now listen, listen at this, and I'm going to let somebody else here. Okay. Uh, Jesus in the Great Commission, he said, go you therefore and teach all nations. He said, go you therefore and make disciples of all nations. Then he said, teaching them all things I've taught you, low and on which you always even tell the end. Notice he didn't go say moonwalk for them, hoop and holler at them. He said, teach them all things that I've taught you, Lord, which are always and even until the end. And then the Bible don't say that the Holy Spirit makes you run around and circle, jump up and down and faint and do all kind of things. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will bring, he leads and guides you in all spirit and truth. He brings all things to you, remember, what the word of God have taught you. You know, he will convict you, okay? <laughs> he is the teacher. He's the teacher because his word, because he is in the book. He's the one to write the book. So when you're reading the book, that's his writing. And the Holy Spirit, it never has been a feeling. The Holy Spirit is the third person. He is the third person of the Trinity, a male. Third person of the Trinity. You've seen the Father, you've seen me. You've seen the Father, you've seen the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The three are one. Okay. Amen. So do we have any other questions? I hope that, that, that I tried to be as thorough as possible to give you all these different reasons why we're in the shape we're in, because did everybody want to come with a new denomination, and this mm-hmm. church got more power, but Paul wrote about it. About, about 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 people bragging about their gifts. He had won the Church of Corinth about it in twelve or thirteen chapter of First Corinthians. So it, it it's been written about, but we go we still doing the same thing. Paul wrote the Church of Corinth, 
about them going around talking about this person have a gift, this person have, have another gift. And we do this, and we speak in tongues. Then he had to let them know, do you speak in tongues of men and angels? And have not love. You have nothing. Told him you could heal people. Do you have to give? You could heal, but and, and do all these things. But you know, you don't have love. You got the power, so much power. You can move mountains, but if you don't have love, you don't have nothing. So it, it, it's something that we don't really teach them the truth. We need to be teaching the people instead of trying to entertain the people. Amen. Is there another question? I like. I guess I just hope I was thorough enough to answer the question because uh, a lot of stuff that I I hear saying on television and other people talk when I hear them pray. I hear them uh, uh, talk about the Lord, and then they say things that they went to a certain church and heard, and uh, either because a big church didn't think that the person know and. Some of the worst churches or the worst churches you could find would be these big mega churches and things like that, you know. <laughs> All right. There any any other uh questions, comments, statements from Dr. Kemp? Uh make sure you're not moonwalking us. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, man. That one got me. That one got me. Oh, boy. That's good. That's good. Oh, Jesus. That's good. Oh, God. Putting on a performance. They, they, they're putting on a show. Yeah, they, they're exactly what they're doing, and 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 yeah, the competition is, is the competition is very high, uh, very high, and, and and the word of God is is, is not getting across, uh, and 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 we're suffering, people suffering in the streets. And uh, any other questions out there? Any other comments or statements? The line is still open. Wonderful, powerful night tonight. Um, all right, Doctor Kemp, thank you for a powerful night, sir, and. Um, we send our prayers and condolences out to you and your family uh, on your loss, sir. I want to let our listeners know uh, that you have another loss in your family. I want to send you prayers. Yeah, out to Brother you. Bivens, uh, my, my uh, first cousin, David Bivens, uh, he passed. He was 51. Uh, like I said, I just lost his father so about six months, mm-hmm. I guess about six months ago, his father passed. Mm-hmm. His uncle passed with Albert Jane passed during the summer. Because my brother passed in April. I mean, I just been, I've just been going through so many deaths, but it's part of life. Lord, if we're here, we got, we got to go. I don't know what day I'm leaving here, but I know for sure that I need to be right with God when I, before I leave here. Amen. It, it, it gets to a point that it's too late to start getting yourself right. That's right. That's right. So I I have to have my 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 myself in order, my ducks in order, everything in order before that time go. And again, uh, pray for the Bivens family. And my name is Reverend Levert Kemp, but I'm related to some Bivens and um, one of past another one. It's three of them in less than a year went home. Amen. No, that's on my father's side. So. Uh, just going through it right now, and they always call me to uh, want me to 
you know, officiate and to answer questions, how to get everything together. So um, the one other thing, like I say, that it's life. Yes, sir. All right. All right, Pastor. Thank you for a powerful night, and uh, uh, our prayers are with you, and may God continue to comfort and strengthen you and your family. Amen. Amen. Uh, I would like to take time to thank uh, Brother George for sharing with us, and even the questions that he had and the things that he shared with us. That as he look around, what he see and what's going on in the world today, and that's what it's about thinking about those things that's going on in the world today. Uh, and just so happy to be back on with uh, Reverend Williams. Uh, we was off for the holidays, and um, Reverend Williams been a little bit under the weather, and I've been just so busy trying to uh, – Brother George know because he's a student in the master class. Uh, I've been so busy trying to uh, get uh, – you know, classes up, the school up and running, and I, I have to deal with a lot of paperwork. We're dealing uh, with uh, the main campus is not in, in Baton Rouge. It's, it's out of town and uh, communicating with them and trying to get everything straight with the students, the books, ordering and purchasing, all different things that uh, I have to purchase. So, uh and that's other than my pastoral duties and things and my own do things for myself. But uh, God is able and God have been really, really equipped in me to be able to do it. So I thank God for that. Uh, I just want to say to each and every one, those that didn't answer, remember, I always have a saying, the only dumb question is one not asked. You know, the Bible mm-hmm. says you have not because you ask not. You don't have <clears throat> knowledge because if you ask for it, you'll never get it. Uh, pick up books. I want you to start picking up books. Learn of yourself. There are so many things that you're going to find out that um, the Europeans or white Americans are not going to teach you unless you look it up yourself. They know who you are. But the problem <clears throat> is you don't know who you are. And I, I I could tell the tone of Reverend uh, William Voice when he said about Black History Month. Mm-hmm. We only talk about those 400 years that we was in here in slavery. Mm-hmm. What about before that? We have one of the richest history. We have not yeah, one yeah, of them. Yeah. We have the richest history oh, in the world. Come on, man. And we don't teach it. We are the richest history in the world. We are the yeah. most... Profitable, I mean, we are the most smartest people in the world, but we don't know it because we in a country where it's not allowed to be taught. CRT is not allowed to be taught. Come on. And it shouldn't be, yeah, it could stay CRT, but it shouldn't mean critical race theory. So the theory is unproven fact. It, it should stay be CRT because it should be critical race truth. That's right. T-R-U-T-H, critical race truth. That's what that T needs to stand for, not theory. Again, a theory is an unproven fact. By definition, Webster. Uh, So, again, I'm elated to be back, and we're going to move forward. We're going to move forward in in the name of Jesus, and we're going to learn about ourselves, those who do tune in. I'm going to teach you about yourself. I'm going to teach you where you come from. I'm going to teach you and let you know that 
white, uh, uh, the people, Europeans or whites, with those so-called white folk, as the least populated people on the earth, planet Earth. <laughs> Look it up. Seven hundred. What is seven hundred and eight? Seven hundred and nine million. That's, That's all out of seven point nine billion people. Period. There's not even a billion of them on the earth. Eight, uh, India, <laughs> 1.3, Africa, 1.3, China, 2 point something. And the rest of people are, you know, are, are in other places. But not what you call, <laughs> not, not European. They're, they're not even making babies right now. <laughs> because they're, they're, they're mute. Oh, they're a mutation. Mm. They're a mutation. They're offshore of another race of people. Wow. They know it, but you don't know it. <laughs> mm. But they won't teach you because uh, albino, anything white albino, is a uh, is is like almost a freak of nature. Everybody, you don't find many albino tigers, white lions, and white tigers. You because that's why you don't find many white folk. Then, then they call everything albino but themselves. Amen. God bless each and every one who tuned in. I pray it was something said, something done that gave you so more knowledge of yourself, but most of all would draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes. Heavenly Father, as we prepare to leave this fellowship, Lord. And as we prepare to leave this, we pray for each and every one that listened, those who did not listen. We pray for this country. We pray for our leaders. We pray for Reverend Williams. We pray for whatever he needs, Lord, and whatever he's going through, that you stand there with him. Pray for my family. And uh, as they go through and get ready for another funeral, our arrangement haven't been made yet, but we still just praying to uplift Sister Deidre Bivens. She's lost her father. And now she's lost her little brother. Now, Lord, I straighten her. Bill her where she is torn out and straighten the way she's weak. Father in heaven, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for past, present, and future blessings that you're going to give to us. Father, we need you. We need you right now. We need you every hour of the day. Eternal Father, we just thank you for Brother George as he shared. And, Lord, we ask that as we continue to go through on this Christian journey, that you be with us on every side, Lord God. Lead God and strengthen us. Most of all, make us more like Christ. As we prepare to leave this fellowship and this radio podcast, we pray we never leave far from your presence. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All mm-hmm. right. We thank you, everybody, for tuning in Go ahead, Pastor. <laughs> I love every, everybody, black, white, rich, or poor. And guess what? There's nothing you could ever do about it. Amen. 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 Nothing you can do about it. We thank everybody for turning us on. Break your chains. This we talk with Dr. LaVert Kim. He'll check you out next Tuesday. We'll be back on the air. Uh, We're getting those ladies back together for the P31 Ladies Night and the Men of Valor Thursday. Have yourself a great night. Be blessed. We out of here. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. Be blessed. Thank you for it all The good, bad, the ugly, great and small The times of victory and when I fall 
thank you for taking a listen this evening. You've been listening to History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp right here on Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Heard every Tuesday right here at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. YAT Radio logs on to leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence, teaching you about who you are and whose you are. It's History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday on YAT Radio where we are breaking chains. Brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good night. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.